0: All right, everybody. Hey, welcome to another edition of the Shape America podcast at Hashtag Shape Nashville. Um, It is Thursday. (laughs) It's hard for me to get trapped right now of what day it is. It's been a whirlwind, but it's been awesome. So uh, we have the opportunity right now to to uh, be with our two co-hosts and also a special guest but how's, how's things going Matt?
1: Uh, things are good like today's kind of seemed to like calm down just a little bit so I was like busy 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 and now finally like it's just kind of a nice general session and there's some time kind of in between sessions and got to just kind of hang out and chat a little bit more and so things are going well but it's exciting to be here I tell you. Yeah. How about you Stephanie? It's
2: I mean I got to go to a session early this morning so it was nice to up early and attend a session I'm going to do some more attending this afternoon so it's nice to get in some more sessions to attend uh, but again it, it has calmed down which is nice if the buzz is still in the air but I feel like now I've caught my breath and the wheels under me and I'm like getting the hang of shape I feel like by the time we leave I'm gonna be like ah I just got the hang of it though
1: But well, you got the itch enough that you'll be back pretty soon
2: yes pretty soon. absolutely absolutely
1: and talk about a boss. I mean, we're hanging out with our keynote. Uh, came from uh, Wednesday's general session. So, uh, Josh Mybus, yeah. Uh, thank you for joining us. And thanks for having me. Yeah, appreciate this opportunity. Yeah. So, have you been to many national conventions?
3: You know, I'm gonna. Uh, this is my first one. Oh, are you kidding me? Yes. <laughs>
1: <Woo>. good, <laughs> good job. Right this feels a good one. Right yeah. out of the block. Yeah. Okay. So. I mean, so not only that, first convention, but you got to do something pretty special. I mean, how did it feel being up there in front of the General Assembly on really, like, the first main day uh, of the Yeah, I mean,
3: I'm kind of, like, learning as I'm going uh, with this process. Um, You know, it's been uh, such a great honor and responsibility to be Arizona's Teacher of the Year. And, you know, word caught uh, fire, and uh, Paula reached out and asked if I'd be willing to come and share a few words at the National Convention. I didn't really believe the email when it came through at first, and I had to contact a mentor of mine. I was like, is this real? And she's like, yes, and don't say no.
1: So <laughs> You got to it, do it, you do it. Yeah. So, so here I am. Let's clarify that real quick. You said Teacher of the Year. Now, we've interviewed many, many Teachers of the Year, and that's National... Physical Education, Health and Physical Education Teachers of the Year yeah. like, You like, you're like the education, year. the yeah. education yeah. teacher of the year. Like, yeah. We're talking math, sorry, social science, social studies, elementary, like everything.
3: Yeah. yeah, it's still sinking in. Um, you know, it's uh, it was quite a process. And um, even when I got the nomination back in early fall, I didn't believe that that was even on my radar. And then, um, you know, just kind of digging in a little bit deeper in the opportunity that I had, I felt as I was going through the question process and writing my, my prompts to the uh, questions that they were asking me of why I wanted to do this opportunity, you know, I was realizing, you know, I want to do this and I want to do this and spotlight my kids and my school and my district and all the good stuff that we're not only doing for education in Arizona, but, you know, more specifically for our content area, of physical education. So I felt like it was a huge opportunity for, yeah. for everyone.
0: It's a huge opportunity to advocate for physical education and what quality and effective physical education looks like to be the Arizona Teacher of the Year and to be exactly. on that platform.
1: So exactly.
0: Congratulations, that's awesome. Thanks, yeah, I appreciate it. congrats. Thank you.
1: congrats.
0: Yeah. So I know it was a little bit of a journey for you, right? So you've been in several different places, held down a couple different jobs, and finally circled back to, to teaching. So Yeah talk a little bit about
3: that yeah you know i shared earlier you know when i was when i was little i have a handful of teachers in my family um cousins aunts um, uncles grandma grandpa and uh, you know i remember when i was little and i'd visit all of their classrooms and just kind of going with the flow and you know one of the kickers was my uncle he's a high school basketball coach and my cousin and i were the same age and i remember just running around this facility and without even thinking i just remember thinking like Oh, I'm gonna do this. Like this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna teach and I'm gonna coach. It's a tough sell. Um, it's a tough sell. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, and then you kind of get caught up with in college, and you've got to start thinking about your future. And I thought, you know, I got to do this. I got to go for the money, and I got to go for what my friends are doing, and I got to go with what's popular, and it was business. And you know, I kind of got away from my initial passion, and you know, just over. You know, short period of time, thank goodness of three years being in that world, I was able to, I was fortunate enough to kind of change course and pack up. I was living in Hawaii at the time and sold what I could and packed what I couldn't and find myself in Arizona and pursuing a degree in national in, uh physical education. Best choice I ever made. That's awesome. Hey, hey, did you go to Arizona State? Was I did, I awesome. did. It's a good place. Good people. There is some good people. They have a good program, great leaders. Um, uh, one of our leaders is Hans Vandemar. He's being recognized in the oh, Hall of Fame. yeah. Flames. And he, uh, because my undergrad, undergrad wasn't anything in this content area, he sat in my interview to accept me into the program. And he saw me in a shirt and tie as I was getting ready for this meeting with him. And he said, you're in, and don't ever wear a shirt and tie again. And I was like, got it. <laughs> He's a,
0: he taught actually taught my master's work too. Oh, he did at Oregon State right before he went to ASU. So yes, he's
3: yeah, Bees! Yeah, yeah go beefs. He's, <laughs> a, he's a
0: good colleague of mine now. Oh, so, good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you you got into school and then you started teaching and what was what were those first years you feel like you finally found your niche
3: huh yeah well I mean you know not to repeat myself I wanted to go and teach internationally I always wanted to you know travel the world and then teach kids at the same time and when I knew there was programs like that I was sold um, and I really did I think I was gonna just teach a couple of years get some experience yeah, find an opportunity and move on um, you know but then that first school I got to I realized I was like these kids come from everywhere <laughs> And it was huge, so I was super excited to kind of dig a little deeper. Here goes the yeah. president, said, well, soon to be president. If <laughs> anyone can I interrupt America? the podcast, is it's Judi Love. Judi Love, by the way.
1: This is what happens Big when we do live podcasts. <laughs> Judy Love, have you ever met this guy? Have you ever met this guy? Yes. <laughs> Josh. I
3: performance yesterday. At the it afternoon. was low. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I could hear you sing all day if I could. Thank you. I would
1: watch you teach all day. All right, I'm a supervisor, it. so I observe teachers. More than likely. Come that to Arizona. I get to come to Arizona. Absolutely. Done. High school your she first did. stop. I'm gonna stay at your house. I like your Perfect. House. Thanks very it, much. We love call it the Dude for it.
0: So. I love it. <laughs> awesome. You
1: wanna, me, you, wanna, me. you wanna? Where we're, we're interviewing
0: Josh right now. Oh my you want God! God. No, I'm
1: sorry. No, we're no, always no,
0: live no. when Judy oh. comes over. You right? know? I just said if anyone can interrupt the
1: podcast, it's Judy Lepianko. It's so So, okay, is it live right now? It is. So I've been talking, and nobody knows I have this huge, ridiculous orange hat on. Oh, we told everyone We told. And everybody knows now that the keynote speaker wants me to come to. Arizona and I'm gonna stay at his house. <laughs> <laughs> so if his wife is listening. <laughs> or they're welcome. Yeah. So oh yeah, so yeah, Josh is just telling us just a little bit about his story. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, I'm Excellent. kind of diving into it, but I got a, yeah. definitely got a good one here locked out for that keynote. So I'm gonna tell you what I love most about what you did. We had a teacher on stage for the keynote this trip, and that keynote inspired other physical educators to be their very best selves. So I think that that when you see someone rising to the top, teacher of the year, and and you know speaking about what he's done in his classroom, we all realize now that a gymnasium is a classroom. It's equal to any other classroom in the school, and you are the man that proved it. So you can't you have a grateful shape, America, on behalf of all of its Amen. members.
4: Well,
3: thank you. Awesome. I, you know, one thing, one big takeaway is you know going out and finding all of those advocates and those supporters that are behind you, because like I said, sometimes you feel like you're alone in that classroom, and coming here, you realize you have this huge army not only rooting for you, but everyone's rooting for everyone else to be successful and advocate for what is right.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. We're happy to have you. Thank you. And for all our listeners out there, I just want to thank our Shape America podcast team. I don't know if anybody's (laughs) done that yet. You can't know the countless hours that they spend and how hard they work to bring this broadcast to you. So on behalf of the members, we thank you guys. and we really appreciate what you're doing thank, thank you, you you're you're awesome. always nice love feel. it when you stop by so yeah, no one rocks an orange back. cowboy hat like you do though <laughs>
0: thank
1: you <laughs> very much
2: <laughs> awesome uh, well that was good going back I kind of want to backtrack here you were talking about how you have students from really all over the world in your classroom right, yeah, and, right. and you use a very very awesome analogy as far as your students being shapes and you trying to meet them where they are and provide the best possible education you can for them. Can you talk a little bit about that?
3: Yeah, you know, I found that, um, you know, during my undergrad or during my graduate degree, getting my Master's in Physical Education, they kind of give you this framework of what, you know, teaching looks like in PE and what a classroom looks like and what's a structure and formats that you can follow. And I try to do that as best I can. And one funny story I have is when I did my student teaching, I had, you know, the balls all laid out and we we're doing playground balls and I had my hula hoops and they were color coordinated and I felt like I'm going to nail this. And, you know, I told the kids, you know, when I say go, you know, go get your ball and start doing X, Y, and Z. And it was World War II all over <laughs> again in my gym and these kids were fighting and pushing and elbowing and tears. and. I realized I was like all right I got to I got to <laughs> rethink this and I really got to know like what are these students backgrounds and what is like what do they know and I really had to kind of revamp them, like the way I was going to approach teaching to help them and to help us all be successful so you know and not to take away from the refugee population I have but I have a good inner court inner city families that are just it's a rough area but they're not rough kids and they're not a rough family and we also have a good population of homeless kids as well and you know this adverse childhood experiences that are aces they score high on these tests and I really have to take that in consideration and when I'm trying to approach them, and really what's the takeaway I want them to walk out of the classroom with, and how can I bridge that relationship with the community and our school, which was a big opportunity as well.
0: That's great. Yeah, I mean, sounds like you're the right guy at the right school. I mean, you know, I
1: like... <laughs> yeah, you're I'm just like, having fun. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the way I feel about it. You know, like, it was really hard to step away from the classroom, but I was... I love just being the students and the diversity that I that I taught. I mean that was such a huge part of it, you know. It is. I, I loved it. So.
1: And Ray, your ultimate plan was kinda go international, yeah. but the world came to you, right? I did, and you know, and I still I embrace
3: that. Um, you know, we embrace their languages and you know we count we do our stretches and count to ten, but we count to ten in Chinese and uh, Smalley Somali and Arabic That's and awesome. we have them chance to kind of showcase who they are and you know we all get to learn it from each other. It's
1: great. Do you wanna I mean I'm sure that the national board certification process maybe helped. Yeah. <laughs> and I uh, get National Board Certified Teacher. <laughs> yes. Stephanie and I highly like considering we it. I'm you stepping
2: saying. in that direction. And yeah. you know, we yeah. talked about
1: that. So. so anyone listening, don't forget to nudge us and stay on us yes. you know, and make sure that it gets done. But uh, we got two nudgers right here. Right. right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you just wanna talk us through like the process a little bit, like how you feel like it helped you, your school, your situation, and, and you know, maybe even of course help you to the rise to the Teacher of the Year in Arizona, and just that kind of stuff, because we know it's a big deal.
3: Yeah, good question. I feel like, um, you know, I didn't really, it wasn't on my radar, and I really didn't know what the national process, the national board process was, um, you know, it was the aftermath that I found out. You had to be teaching three years to even be a candidate to go through this process, and right in year three. Um, a teacher that I highly respected and looked up to with his management and his relationship with his students. He was a science teacher. Uh, He's the one that approached me and he asked me if I'd ever give give consideration to going through this process. And I didn't even know what it was and I was just flattered that he'd even think that I would be a good candidate for this. And going through the process, I realized that um, the cohort of people that you can put together to help go through the process, we were doing it together. And I had great support from the district level and teacher level. And you know, if it wasn't for them kind of nudging us and keeping us on the right path, you know, I don't know if I would have finished. Yeah. But at the same time, I could see myself improving and changing and I could see the ideas in my head rolling and I could see that reflecting on my students and their minds were going in a different direction as well. And I think it's just the collaborative effort of you know, our district and our students, teachers and
1: kids that just
3: worked together.
0: Awesome. This is like wow.
1: <laughs> all-star studded cast here. Uh, <laughs> yes,
0: Stephanie Morris stopped by the podcasting booth Hi, as Stephanie well
4: nice to meet
1: Stephanie Stephanie, yeah
4: for the first time so this is also my first time seeing our actual podcast setup at National Convention Uh, which is awesome and fantastic they're doing a
3: stellar job
4: thank you thanks Thanks to Josh I mean if
3: he
1: wasn't here I don't know what we'd be saying right (laughs) now totally
4: cool (laughs) and I really encourage everybody who's here to stop by and lend their thoughts and content expertise and opinions on any given subject because what a great opportunity for all of us and let me also just say josh <laughs> your speech was so inspiring and yeah. i heard people around me just so moved and so inspired by what you were talking about so thank you so much
3: thank you for the opportunity it was uh, amazing to be standing in front of fellow colleagues and I could just get up there and kind of geek out for a minute about my story and my kids and my school and you know the good things that we're trying to do in
1: Arizona. And for those of you that haven't been to a national convention, when he's talking about fellow colleagues, there was probably 3,000 of them, (laughs) if if not more, so.
4: Sounds about uh, right. And the CEO
3: and president (laughs) and board members. Right in the front. Right
4: in the front.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Cheering you on. Exactly. Yeah.
4: And in fact, I'm pretty sure, speaking of some breaking news, that we are going to break 4,000 attendees. Ooh. Oh, right. another right. podcast So crap. it's pretty <laughs> awesome. I'm very excited for the turnout, but also not, I mean, the, the number is great, right? We want as many people here as possible to connect with their peers and experience this, but also just the sheer enthusiasm and energy that people have from At opening celebration last night with the lines around the block to just being in sessions and coming out of them buzzing and talking and sharing ideas so it's really exciting
0: so this being your let me ask you a question just about the convention this is your first one so now you've had a few days a few days in yeah what do you think of this community
4: oh I love it I mean it just as I said it's there's so much energy and um, you know people who literally closed that party down last night because they were just having so much fun to quick oh, selfie quick selfie,
0: quick selfie.
4: awesome <laughs> to um, the people who are I see as I walk through the halls of the convention center or the, the headquarter hotels and they're pouring over the program and they're talking about which sessions they're all going to go to and then come, they'll come back and meet and regroup and talk about how they went it's phenomenal it's really it's an awesome moment in time to be here and with ESSA at 1.1 billion dollars. Oh, in fact, wow. we—they are voting on it right now. By the way, the House right. just passed it. Some more breaking news. It's now with it. the Senate. Okay. So we fully expect the Senate to pass it, wow. and that we can tell our 4,000 attendees that all of our work, our hard work, has culminated, and we are seeing a huge increase in funding next year for school, and health, and, 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 and physical <laughs> education programs. It's awesome.
0: It is awesome. I think the, while we're saying that just a special very special shout out to Carly Wright that's I mean. right
4: our director of public policy and advocacy Carly her work is awesome she has worked so hard for this there are tears in her eyes when she's telling people about the slate breaking news so it's it's really something
0: that's awesome it's big right. I mean, what, what a better time I know <laughs> during the concert <laughs> a could time. not have planned it better, time. better. Time. that's amazing
4: could not have planned it better I went from griping about the weather at the beginning of this week <laughs> of the everything. storm too. It is. Life Every is good. Life is good. It's it's good. good.
0: It's it's good. good. Celebrating. It's a little hockey talk, huh? I know,
1: right? That
4: yeah. Was, yeah. That was, it was a big moment for yeah. celebration. Yeah.
1: Well, Stephanie, congratulations well, on all that you you've here. done and your time here so yep. far. Yeah. And yeah. Thanks for We're excited so about hi. everything. Congrats, Congrats, Josh, thanks, together. everybody. Same to you. Yeah, to yeah. you. Our first wow. conference together.
3: Hey, when you go to the
4: White House, please be sure to tweet at us and we'll tweet that. We want to hear the inside same story. How that
0: goes. I will. Yeah. I need that support for yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Thank Thanks. Awesome. Thank you. So shifting back, like yeah. just thinking about, like I tell people all the time about what national boards has done for me from like a leadership standpoint. Yeah. You know, how do you think that's impacted where you are? I know you talked about this a little bit. Like what are some, like if you were interested in getting your national board, like, like from, I know, like, what it does for your students. Yeah, that's number one, always yeah. number one, because it changed, transformed my teaching. But from like a leadership or an opportunity standpoint, what do you think it's done for you?
3: You know, I think it's it's kind of enforced and kind of uh, confirmed that, you know, what I'm doing is uh, the right direction where I need to be, what I need to be doing at that time. And you know, everyone can say what they want to say, but I think the true reflection is like, what is happening and what you can see changing. Um, in my classes and on our campus and in our district and I think that's the true testament is that you know candidates can actually look into my classroom and see what they want their programs to be and I can see where I was and where I'm going and like I said I've I've tried I failed Um, but I think it's that example that you're setting for the new teachers coming in I'm very fortunate to have one of my former student teachers uh, now got hired and is teaching in my district oh, nice. you know and just knowing his future is ahead of him and you know that kind of empowers me to show him that right example and you know to honor and value not only education but physical education and that we're important and like they um like they were saying you know we are a subject that complements all other subjects and you know i just wanted to be that example for him
1: that's great can you uh can you just fill us in on like just some great happenings like in your classroom like what are some good things that, things you love doing uh you know programs that you're kind of involved in and just yeah. some of those things too you know i've uh, i've kind of Geared towards this equity word,
3: yeah, and I, yeah. I, you know, I'm trying to trying to mold that into the way I see it fitting into my classrooms. Uh, one of my proud programs that I brought to my campus is a program called Skateboard After School. Oh, nice. and We call it Skate After School.
1: Sweet. And You're skateboarding, man. Over do here, skateboards. skateboard? Yeah.
3: So, a uh, uh, pro skateboarder, Ryan Lay, is a good friend of mine, and him and two buddies that says nice. started <laughs> this program, and they were uh, donating complete sets. They were donating, uh, getting boards and trucks and wheels putting complete sets together and then donating them to a local family homeless shelter. And through conversation we realized that homeless shelter fed into my school, those kids. And he's like, oh, we want to get on campuses and uh, we brought them onto my campus. I mean, we didn't have helmets. We didn't have wrist guards. I don't even think we had permission slips. And we were just word of mouth of like, who wants to skateboard? (laughs) And then it evolved and we realized the popularity we had. And you saw the pictures yesterday. I have. You know, we have hundreds of helmets, and wrist guards, and boards donated, and volunteers, and time. And we have girls in hijabs, and dresses, and, and skateboarding, and trying the quarter pipe, and riding the rails, so awesome. and try, practicing their kit flips. You know, and that's really opened their eyes up to be independent, and to be confident. It gives them a form of transportation, they're in an urban setting. You know, and it empowers them in a way that I all can only dream of, and that's just a little window of some of the things that we're trying to do.
1: So, wait, do you have the, the quarter pipe and rails on campus, or do you travel somewhere? That and would somewhere be a to... dream, right? That's um, what I was thinking. The skate after school program
3: has a huge truck, and they come and unload every Wednesday afternoon. Oh, wow. Wow. The volunteers come up, and we have three concrete uh, basketball court slabs, and one's a novice and intermediate, and one is um, tricks. Nice. And those kids can rotate any way they want and it's only for an hour. I wish it could go all afternoon um, but we've had to cap it off at 50 kids. Right, we've had right. to cap it off to just 3rd, 4th and 5th graders <laughs> yeah. and you know is a lot of kids skateboarding. It's a honestly. lot of kids skateboarding <laughs> um, but you know it's something about watching those little boys and girls that you know feel successful and try and they're resilient and you know they have a lot more willpower than we give them credit.
0: Awesome You know I like when I I use Skate Pass. It's like a Loveland. I think it's a Loveland or Boulder, Colorado company. So okay. the, the wheels you can skate in class. It's it's awesome. So we do a skateboard unit. But I love the idea of bringing in pro skaters, having the, the fork yep. pipes and all that. I'm just uh, kids yeah. just gravitate towards. A them. lot of the
3: volunteers are uh, ASU students that oh, it kind of fits into their class schedule. And we have boys and girl volunteers, and the, you know they just kind of look up to them like they're such heroes. And it's a win-win for both parties, for sure. It's awesome.
2: Cool. I'm almost speechless, but I mean, like, I just want to thank you for, you know, sharing your story with us because you're, as much as your words were powerful, so were your pictures that you... Uh, shared with us during general session. I mean, that story of your student who you had a picture of when she was younger, and you know, got contacted you, yeah. and she was um, in high school playing oh, yeah, volleyball. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that, that's awesome, and it just shows how much impact you have on your students. and I want you. To, I just want to thank you for sharing that with us because that's that hits home for all of us. That's that's where we want to be.
3: Thanks. I appreciate it. And I think, you know, listening to this morning's keynote, um, you know, she's kind of just sealed the idea that the influence of sports and physical activity has on these kids, you never know. And, you know, if you can just reach one of them and change their lives, I mean, that's, that's, that's our profession. That's what we do. Yeah.
1: Like I said, I think it highlights really well the fact that you wanted to come back to education, too. Um, and I think it's just a good reminder of everyone out there like we know that teaching is not easy We know it's not always the most glamorous. You're not yeah. the highest paid um, But it is that good reminder of you know, we need those high-quality educators out there We need those people that are willing and passionate to do it And I'm sure that it was an extremely difficult move to say I'm going from this to this and yeah I applaud your ability to do that and your want to do that and desire and the Same thing that goes along with it the passion then that you can now share with Many other educators. So.
3: Thanks. You know, I feel like I've, I have this momentum of new blood of teachers that are coming in the profession, and you know, they're not entering the profession for the easy hours and the summer breaks. They're entering it, they're entering the profession to change it. And you know, they motivate me and they keep me going. Um, so all those new candidates for National Board and all of those new teachers entering the profession are keeping this uh, this idea and this profession moving forward. So yeah, they keep me going. It's you a, guys motivate me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a great one. Thanks, man. I mean, physical education is an amazing job. It's an amazing profession. I love it. I can't imagine anything else, to be honest.
1: Yeah. We're extremely lucky. So. Yeah.
0: So yep. thanks Josh again for joining us. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for yeah, you this opportunity. Special shout out too to Stephanie Morris yeah. and Jody yes. Little Bianco for <laughs> a special appearance. <laughs> <of> Jump <laughs> into diving. Yeah. Just good. hopping in. So yeah, it was great talking to you. Yeah, thanks
1: a lot. So enjoy the rest of your yeah. national convention. This will be fun.
4: Thank Actually that's well.
1: that's gotta be my final question, man. Like yep. what what are you looking for here while you're at the national convention? Like what kind of sessions you sitting in? Like uh, what are you up to? Like, what's the main goal? You know, I just, uh, I want
3: to take it all in, I want to enjoy it, I want to have fun, but you know, I think we have a lot of opportunity in my state of Arizona for a lot of advocacy opportunities and I'm really looking for the teachers that have been through it, that are doing it, or can give us any kind of advice to kind of push legislation in the right way to, um, you know, make Arizona a, a big contender and, you know, spotlight the good things we're doing and kind of help us navigate to, a, you know, the better things that we have in our horizon. Cool.
1: Kudos to you for that. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Awesome. So, thanks again. Yeah. Thank, you. Thank and
3: you. thanks everyone
0: for listening to another edition of the Shape America podcast. Um, it was a good
1: one. So um, until next time.
2: Signing off. See ya. Happy trails.
1: <laughs>